the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I don't know why on occasion I come along. There are things, what is it that Pascal, what is it, Pascal Blaise? Blaise Pascal. What is it? There are things the heart, the heart has reasons the mind does not know of. You know, remember that, this very famous statement, I, I think I mangled it. But that is true. All right, yeah, everybody. All right, thank you to the band. We could retire them for a few minutes. I'm Dennis Prager. It is already Friday. It is the last Friday. Is that correct? Yes, the last Friday of September. And uh, you still can't enter a restaurant uh, where I live. And No, no, that's not it. And uh, there is... uh, Still a ban in Los Angeles on nail salons. The, it is allowed. Yes, the heart has its reasons, of which reason knows nothing. That's right. You got it on the second try. Not bad. Nice. You're batting 500, which in baseball is great. It is. It. We live in a country that is not recognizable in many ways. The obvious is the lockdown. But the the. The more frightening is the fear. American people, many American people, are simply frightened. Frightened people do not tend to act nobly. Fear is a very corrosive element. God says to man something more than anything else in the Bible. Do not fear. al tira. Yep. That's what God says more than anything else. Fear is natural, like most natural things, needs to be fought. Did I tell the story of the uh, woman with the uh, with the mask on who uh, walked uh, walked past me? Remember? Did I tell that on the radio? I don't think so. Did you hear it, Sean? So if you didn't hear it, I didn't tell it on the radio. I was leaving this uh, studio, and uh, I don't wear a mask outdoors because there's no reason to, and I I have a commitment to reason in life. I have no I have no issue with uh, wearing it where I have to. If they're insistent on the airplane, I wear it. Yeah, if I I don't I don't. Uh, I rarely enter stores, but if I have to enter a store, I wear it. I don't, uh, I don't get people scared. But outdoors, the irrationality of wearing a mask outdoors, unless you are packed together for a prolonged period, 
is staggering. It's just staggering that people believe that uh, when they are when they are jogging to take an extreme case, they should wear a mask. Don't tell me you're following the science. You're following fear. So don't you can delude yourself that you're following the science. The, the, the masks are worthless to begin with, according to the New England Journal of Medicine. I've read it to you over and over. Uh, nobody reports it. Uh, then uh, the, the the doctors who wrote the report. This was the end of July. The doctors who wrote the report were obviously uh, battered by uh, the woke. And then they wrote a, 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 a an addendum at the end. Of course, we didn't mean to say that well, you know people shouldn't wear masks. Oh, yeah. But if you read what they wrote, they they did not retract what they said. That except for surgical masks, uh, uh, masks are worthless, uh, especially outdoors. So anyway, uh, that's common sense. Okay, I I'm a big believer in common sense. So I was leaving the studio. This was this was this week. And a young woman, to the extent that one could tell, given that only one's eyes are showing, a young woman is walking toward me to the building, and she sees me without a mask, and so she walks quite far away, quite obviously annoyed that I have no mask. And uh, I notice that her mask is a Black Lives Matter mask. And I just felt the two went hand in hand. If you're going to be irrational in your politics, you'll be irrational in your science. The irrational tend to be irrational. Just the way it works. The uh, Then this, this story, as I'm sure many of you know, in Ohio, a woman is watching. Well, help me out here. She's watching her son play football. So at high school football. So are the football players wearing masks? You don't know. Okay, anyway, she's watching her son play football. They have social distancing. It's outdoors. She's not wearing a mask. She's arrested and tased. This is what America has come to. This is truly, this is, I, I, I suspect that almost half of America agrees with what was done to her. That's, that's what's uh, upsetting to me. There's a video of this happening. The, the policeman doesn't have a mask on. How do you explain that? I'm, I'm not joking. I, I always wonder in these cases, does the policeman think, well, I'm really doing a public service here, or what a crappy job when I have to do things like this? I don't know. I truly don't know. I also wonder, what are the other parents thinking? She said something to the effect, I thought these people were my friends. It's got to be very upsetting. There are people who think she's killing people sitting outdoors, not wearing a mask. And I, I blame them, but I blame the media. The hysteria of the media, you're going to die. Look at how many deaths. My friends, there's no doubt in my mind 
because of the Scotland report and other reports, uh, that the number of dead doesn't uh, from COVID, that were it not for COVID, they would be alive today, uh, is a gigantic lie. It is, uh, I don't believe it's anywhere near 200,000. Not because of conspiracies or anything like that. But like in Scotland, they announced, you know what? Three-quarters of, of those who claim, we claim died of COVID really died of something else and had COVID or had had COVID. It's it, the, the, the squashing of businesses. What is the, what is the statistic in New York City on, on restaurants? 90%. 90% cannot pay their rent. And uh, the, the, there was an article on Hispanic businesses in in California. How many of them are going belly up? The conservative asks a question that people on the left tend not to ask. And what what is the price? That's 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 what people who think what is the price. First two paragraphs, New York Times, pandemic-related closures have left too deep, many too deep in debt to survive without concessions. It's not the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, it's the, clo- well, at least they said closures. Jobless claims tick up as crisis hits six months. In March, when the, this today's New York Times? In March, when the Boston restaurateur, Garrett Harker, and his partners shut down their seven restaurants after Massachusetts issued lockdown orders, Mr. Harker assumed the closures would be painful but temporary. That's what they should have been. Six months later, three of Mr. Harker's restaurants, including the flagship Eastern Standard, once described as the perfect restaurant by the Boston Globe's food critic, remain shuttered. Mr. Harker and his landlord for those three restaurants are in a standoff. He can't afford to pay the six-figure arrears he has accrued while his restaurants remain shut, and the landlord, he said, has refused to grant a deferral or discount. Yeah. It doesn't work financially to reopen without a new lease. Well, multiply that, of course. Do you understand that the best educated are truly what I have warned for much of my life, the biggest fools in America? We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free 
But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Yes, indeed. That is what we do. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. And let's go to Michael in Colorado Springs. Hello. Is Michael there? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, no problem. Go ahead. Um, I'm looking at an article from uh, a website called uh, Conversation, and they're quoting data that comes from the Centers for Disease Control National Center for Health Statistics. And the headline says that 204,691 extra deaths in the U.S. so far in this pandemic year. The article is dated August 13th, so presumably there are more by now. There is a graph on this article, and it shows that the excess deaths begin right at the end of March, beginning of April, right when the coronavirus deaths were reported by Worldometer, which apparently you trust. Um, How do you account for the excess deaths, or do you think they're just lying? No, I don't think they're lying. Uh, I think it's. Well, a, then how do you? You're right. You're right. It's a very. It's a, for the excess death. Right. It's an extremely valid question. So I have a number of answers because I've looked into it. Number one, it's compared to last year, which had a decrease in number of deaths. So you have to look at it at a. How, over, how big was the decrease? I don't know. I can only so tell you that there was. No, I don't think so. So there is an increase. Okay, so I, I agree. Well, deaths. the second is we have to do it by the end of the year. We have to measure it Why? at the end of the year. Secondly, uh, the um, there may have been, uh, certainly among the ill and old, there was a hastening of a death that might have taken place in, in many cases within six months anyway, which doesn't mean it's not a tragedy. But it does mean that we have to assess our our reaction, which may have been overwrought. So uh, your question is legitimate. The excess death issue is one I have to confront. I 100% agree with you because truth is the thing that matters most. So now I'll ask you a question. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why do we have to wait till the end of the year? Because that you have to do it over the course of time. You we can't. You can't. Well, otherwise, what do you, what do you do? You, do you do it on a daily? Do you do it on a daily basis? I mean, on, on what? You do it over the course of eight months. Well, I don't know why you put picked eight months. Let's see in the course of the year what happened. Because as I said, if it hastened people's deaths who would have died within a few months anyway, it's not quite the same as saying 200,000 people were killed by COVID, unless you feel it is the same. Okay, so we don't have a difference about fact. We have a difference about interpretation, if I'm right. So now I have a question for you. How, how, why, why? Does Scotland, which is run by a, a, a very liberal Scotland? government, I'm sorry? Do you mean Sweden? No, no, I mean Scotland. Uh, oh, okay. So I'll read to you for, about Scotland, okay? So the, the, this is from the Scottish government, by the way. This is not, uh, this is not even a report. This is from Scottish government. I don't think I'm going to be able to help you. I don't know anything about Scotland, but go ahead. No, 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 you don't have to know about Scotland. You have to just, uh, look, I'm not arguing with you. Your point is entirely valid. 
I, 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 I know you don't, you don't expect that for me to say that to you, but it is. I have to deal with that question. You're right. But you have to deal with the question of another Western country that has just announced that it had exaggerated the number of people with COVID by four-fifths. That it, 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 people who, in fact, uh, had uh, died of or were in hospital for another reason but happened to have COVID were all listed as COVID or COVID deaths by, by a factor of five. Compare the, it's clear to see, this is from the Scottish government, it's clear to see the impact of the change. The total number of confirmed COVID-19 inpatients under the previous definition was 262. On Tuesday, 15 September, while the new definition included 45 patients, one-fifth of what it had earlier. Uh, uh, So uh, the, the issue here is not conspiracy, the issue here is honesty. Did everybody who died... Uh, and, and yes, prematurely, COVID may have hastened an, uh, a person in, in a nursing home who already had uh, terrible conditions. I, I acknowledge that. And so that's why, that's why you have to look at the excess death numbers over time. The, the, the man who called asks a very valid question, the excess deaths issue. But what if we all find out in six months from now that over the course of a year and a half, there are much fewer excess deaths than we thought. That means that COVID may have hastened somebody's death, which nobody denies. But it is not the same as saying COVID just took lives. Unless you believe that there is no difference. Well, those six months are precious. Yes, they're, they're precious, but that's not the question. People, uh, there are doctors who uh, certainly the deaths number is a, is just a, a a statistic I cannot argue with. The excess deaths is excess deaths. I cannot argue with that, but I can argue with who is listed as having COVID. The tests uh, are, are are apparently not particularly accurate with regard to positives. And the uh, doctors are, are told if the patient had COVID-like symptoms, you mark that person as having had COVID. So here's another question. Do hospitals get more money for a COVID patient than a non-COVID patient? If the answer is yes, then uh, I think that it's a, it's a very real question as to how many people have had COVID. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Yes, indeed. Hello, everybody. Portland, Oregon, and Mitch. Dennis Prager. Hello, Mitch. Hello, Dennis. Um, I'm, a, I'm 66. I'm a retired RN. Uh, I was uh, practiced for 25 years. Uh, I would jokingly say to people all the time when they asked me what I did for a living, I said I repaired the dead. I can guarantee you right now, 30, 40% of everyone in the hospital right now has been in the hospital at least once or twice within the last six months to a year. 
the amount of people that come on come to the hospital that are sick over and over and over again and you can ask any nurse this they they see the same patients over and over again and we just fix them and send them out for all different kinds of reasons and the very fact that so many people over the ages of 70 died of this covid it just pushed them over the edge uh, i mean it's amazing um uh, to see the number of people that you just you really wonder how is this person alive liver disease lung disease heart disease kidney disease and many of them have all of these things right so you're course, you're were, you're agreeing with me on the excess death issue oh absolutely uh, in February I told my twin brother when he asked me about this um, he asked me because my first degree was in microbiology and he was asking me about the uh, the virus itself. And I said it would be just like any other virus for many reasons in some respects. It might be a little worse, especially for elderly people, but it's proven to be just as uh, detrimental as any other virus would that's be. Right. That's right. I mean, after that, all, like, that's how it should have been treated. To... That's exactly right. That's how it should have been treated. Kids, look, I, I constantly go back to Sweden with the no lockdown kids in school the entire time, the entire time. They had a spike in deaths, virtually all in nursing homes and among immigrants. That's not to say that every death is the tragedy. One has to always make this disclaimer as if you don't care about... I have, I have a, an aunt I adore in a nursing home in Florida. Drives me crazy, actually. I can't visit her. Nobody can visit her. But uh, I, I totally understand that. When you hear 200,000, it makes you think, wow, 200,000 random people who had lives to look forward to and they died because of this horrific uh, virus. Not people, as, as this nurse just reported, who had terrible conditions anyway and, and who, who had an X, we don't know, but had X amount of time to live because of their condition and COVID ha- hastened it. That is not quite the same as 200,000 died in, in the way it, it, we, we approach it and think about it and certainly in the way we react to it uh, emotionally. Yeah, listen to the students thing. Okay, here's a student report, Wall Street Journal, the college COVID scare. 29 large universities, including Notre Dame, the University of North Carolina, and Illinois State had reported some 26,000 cases by September 9th. Now, I want you all to answer this question. 26,000 cases at three universities. How many hospitalizations? Ding, dong, ding, dong. What if I told you eight? Sounds low. Sounds low, doesn't it? Sounds low. Yeah. What if I told you three? Sounds Sound like awesome. I made it up. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not to mention if I told you zero. Shocking. Couldn't possibly. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. The answer is zero. We are not allowing kids back to school. Whatever, elementary, high school, college. When when. There is zero hospitalization out of 26,000 positive cases. 
nationwide hospitalizations are down 16% from September 1 and half since their peak on July 23rd. Weren't we told that the only reason for the lockdown was to prevent the crowding and overloading of hospitals? They lied. It was a gigantic lie. Correct? They got to admit it. I don't care if it was a Republican or a Democrat, though 99% of the time it was a Democrat. But it was a gigantic lie, correct? If you can smash the economy and control people's lives in an election year with a Republican president, then you do it. That's what Gavin Newsom is doing. He has no moral or scientific basis to crush the economy of the state I live in. It's, it has gone from mistake to crime. Yes, indeed. Hello. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. 26,000 cases of students testing positive for COVID at Notre Dame, University of North Carolina, and Illinois State. This was by September 9. Not one hospitalization. Nationwide, hospitalizations are down 16% just from September 1st, 50% since July 23rd. And you still can't go into a nail salon in California, or at least we're in Los Angeles. Arizona's rolling seven-day average has more than doubled in the last two weeks, mostly in the Tucson area around the University of Arizona. Yet hospitalizations statewide have been flat and are about the same as in early April. Only 122 intensive care beds in the state are occupied by COVID patients, compared to 970 at the peak two months ago. You hear that? One-ninth. One-ninth of the ICU beds are used as compared to two months ago. So why are there lockdowns? Really, why are there? It's not an easy question to answer. It's a combination of fools, power hunger, desire to smash Trump's economy. It's a very, uh, very complex sort of ingredients They make a very interesting point here at the Wall Street Journal. Reopening college campuses for in-person classes may keep older generations safer and perhaps limit a third wave. Yes. Because they, they get together kids, they bring home COVID, and parents or grandparents can get infected. But if the kids are off to college, they're not infecting anybody. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention data show per capita hospitalizations declined 70% among those 65 and older in the week ending September 12th, the latest data, from the week ending July 25th. Among 18 to 29-year-olds, per capita hospitalizations have fallen 77%. 
5%. Trends could change, but there's no reason so far to panic over COVID on campus. It's one of the reasons I am proud to be a conservative. At the New York Times, there is just hysteria and mendacity. At the Wall Street Journal, there is a love of truth and no hysteria. Oh, some of you will remember, if you're a long-time listener, this is a little, it's a little uh, dark, I, what I'm about to say, but I, I, I'm going to say it anyway. When I think about, you know, let's say being on a plane that, for whatever reason, was going down, the thing that I fear the most is the people screaming. The, the One of the noble things of the human being is the ability to control oneself. And that's not been taught in our secular age because you don't work on yourself. You work on society. You don't work on yourself. So people panic so easily. God, I wish I had a video of this girl who saw me without a mask outside and, you know, she made a point. She exaggeratedly walked around me rather than by me with her Black Lives Matter mask. Folks, I want you to know I would pay serious money to have her as a guest on this show. I, I, there are so many things I'd want to ask her. But alas, our paths, well, I can't say they crossed they were, they were, I was circled, not crossed. That's correct indeed. Uh, okay, let's uh, take some of your calls. And uh, Doug in Los Angeles, hello. Yeah, hi, Dennis. I wanted to just chat real quick about the excess death data. Mm-hmm. And just point out that averaging all sources of death together is really a meaningless piece of data. You have to look at what's happened to each component, what's happened to traffic deaths, what's happened to suicides, what's happened to drug overdoses, what's happened to people dying that had operable conditions that didn't go in because of fear of the hospital, um, what happened with COVID deaths directly. Dying with COVID is different than dying from COVID. Uh, we lost my dad on April 8th to COVID. He was 93 years old, and we had already been advised his next major infection would be his last. Um, that is definitely, you know, we're all in mourning. We didn't get to do a funeral or anything. But the bottom line, he would have died anyway, and that's different than a perfectly healthy person being struck down by the disease. He would have died from bronchitis. Um, and I... I fear as a, as a former professor that we're losing the ability to break data down into components. That's right. Compare it accurately against historical norms and evaluate it. I cannot find the year-on-year data on suicides and drug overdoses mm-hmm. anywhere. And I think it's highly Interesting. relevant. You are an ideal citizen. He lost his father. And he can rationally describe what happened. By the way, I think it is criminal that you could not have a funeral. Uh, criminal to the point of evil. 
In the name of health and safety, liberty has been crushed with no apparent opposition, and decency has been crushed. You can't bury your parents at a funeral. The Dennis Prager Show. You'll catch them surfing at Hey, 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 Dennis Prager here, Naples, Florida, place I really like. Robert, hello, Robert. Hey, how you doing? I didn't know you were in Naples today. I live here, so. No, I didn't say yeah, I was in Naples. I just said I liked it. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you asked earlier why the lockdowns, and I've always learned that uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, just like seatbelts. Nobody wanted to wear seatbelts, but then it was mandated to save people. Mm, so you're comparing the lockdown to seatbelts. How many people yeah. lose their jobs, income, and start taking opioids uh, because of uh, seatbelts? Well, if you didn't wear a seatbelt and got a ticket and you were a CDL driver, you would lose your license. You would lose your license. I'm, I missed that. You lose your license in Florida if you don't yeah. wear a seatbelt? Yeah, you get a ticket, and if you have a commercial driver's license, a CDL. Oh, if you have a commercial driver's license. I I didn't understand the the acronym. You can use your job. Right, okay. And you would lose your livelihood. I see. But you didn't quite follow my question. There is no price paid in society for people wearing seatbelts. The price paid for the lockdown is the end of people's livelihoods in the tens of millions. So I don't think that there's a comparison. Anyway, what... And I'm, I obviously go to calls that disagree with me first. Folks, nobody's forcing you to go out of your house. If you feel the lockdown is right, stay locked down. You know, uh, pickle your fear and uh, God bless you. And I'm not, I don't, I don't mean that sarcastically. God bless you. You want to stay home, stay home. But but why should everybody have to stay home, especially the people who are incredibly unlikely to get sick, let alone die from it, like anybody under 50? What was the the statistic? You have a a 10,000 greater chance of dying of COVID, you know, over a certain age than under a certain age. 10,000 times more likely. And you're not even likely. Yes, indeed. Herb in uh, Wisconsin, many doctor's visits were canceled due to COVID. That's right. We don't know why the excess deaths, in every, in, in, certainly in a lot of the cases. The Greg in uh, Victorville, California says, similarly, many of the excess deaths are probably from the lockdown. That's right. Jacob in L.A., why aren't you fighting for in-person high holiday services? What the hell? <laughs> yes, I would, I would do it in a nanosecond. Uh, but uh, I don't own my own building. I, where am I going to do it? But you can see my services. Click on the banner, Dennis Prager High Holy Day Services, recorded with seven cameras in 4K. It'll move you deeply. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement. 
that tens of thousands are now taking every day? I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take Relief Factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain. In your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 